So people reach out to me all the time and they ask me like, do I really need a business coach or who do you recommend working with? Who have you worked with? And I think my answer really surprises people. I'm going to share my thoughts today and some tips on when you should and shouldn't have a business coach, what to look for. I'll even share when I've had one and the ones I think have been really worth it and what was a total waste. So I'm excited to chat with you today about whether or not you need a business coach and what tips I recommend if and when you look to hire one. Before we get into the episode today, let's get to the review of the week from Kelsey Ann 13. She left a review of On Your Terms on Apple Podcasts saying, Sam is real and honest, which I love. The podcast has been a helpful resource to me as I begin building my nutrition coaching business. She talks about relevant topics to me and doesn't embrace the hustle culture, which I so appreciate. Thanks so much, Kelsey Ann. Um, you can leave a review of Apple Podcasts of my show on your terms, and you will be entered to win a $20 Starbucks gift card. All you have to do is leave a review on Apple. I pick a new winner every month, so be sure to submit your review today. You might even get a shout out on a future episode. So I have to give you like two big caveats slash disclaimers, non-legal disclaimers before we get into today's episode. The first one is that I think there are a lot of good business coaches out there. There are just also a ton of bad ones, um, but there are so tons of good ones, right? So I don't believe in like black and white thinking, all or nothing mentality. So like when I talk about business coaches today, I'm not talking about them as a whole. It's just kind of the majority of an industry. I would say finding the good ones is more rare than seeing all the other stuff. I have a lot of friends and clients who are many of the very, very, very good business coaches, people who have great experience, who are super smart, and who will be very helpful to you. I have worked with people in the past who I loved. So there are good ones out there. I am not saying, also, the second disclaimer here, I am not saying that you don't need help or that you should be capable of doing things on your own. So I think sometimes the whole like business coach discussion gets a little mucky when people are like, oh, like a coach needs a coach and everybody needs help. And this has nothing to do with needing help or not. And, and so much of that is like nonsense that gets thrown at you to make you feel like you need to have someone at all times, right? We're just going to talk more today about discernment and getting support in your business with purpose and clarity from the right people. That's something that I just don't think that you're talked to enough about, right? Is is finding business help, you know, consulting with purpose and clarity. You going into it knowing why you're doing it and for what purpose, what you're to get out of it, not in the hope that it fixes something. So those are my disclaimers. Let's get into what is the problem when it comes to like the business coaching part of our industry. Well, the first thing is that a lot of people are not actually qualified to help you. It's propped up on a lot of marketing, a lot of aspirational marketing, meaning that they show you the quote unquote lifestyle that they have. And most of their marketing comes down to like, don't you want this lifestyle too? Instead of any actual business advice or business experience. Most of them, if you notice, have no actual business experience. Um, and most of them, other than maybe even just building their own business and then teaching you how to quote unquote replicate that, like have no professional experience at all, at all. And so it is a little concerning to me that I see people like some of the biggest business coaches I see, I'm like, they don't actually give business tips. It's like motivational speaking or lifestyle content. It's not business. Like this is, no one's like talking to you about business. And, you know, obviously I do the legal stuff. And so I understand that I'm, I'm like, you know, going to come at it from that angle. But 
it's always like, um, I don't know, like a telltale sign to me that if somebody, if a business coach isn't talking to you about the importance of certain financial and legal startup steps or requirements that you have to do, that should be a major red flag that you should run away from very quickly. And that is including people who give that stuff to you themselves. Because if they're not smart enough to tell you that they don't know because they're not a lawyer or that they're not qualified to tell you because they're not a lawyer or not a CPA or a financial advisor, then that's not somebody I would give my money to. The smartest people in the room don't always know everything, but they know who to send you to. (laughs) You know, so in my opinion, a good business coach would make you aware of these other kinds of like startup steps. And they would also know enough to send you to somebody. Ideally, these people would offer you some sort of training or resource in their programs, right? Lots and lots and lots of really good business coaches have me come into their groups and give lessons to their students. And to me, I'm always like, I always thank them so much because I'm like, thank you for knowing enough that to know that this is important for your students, for not acting like the expert on every single part of, you know, business, which it's okay to not be, right? Um, And to have somebody like me come in, right? And same goes for like accounting and taxes and all that kind of stuff, bookkeeping. So you want to be, I would be very weary, especially of those business coaches who are like, you don't need to worry about that legal stuff until it gets down the line or whatever. That's terrifying. That's somebody who just wants to take your money and help you with marketing and doesn't really care whether or not you actually have a legitimate business. I also get nervous, you know, on our end that people in the coaching space, a lot of the coaches that I see, they rack up courses and programs and downloads and all this stuff and they spin their wheels and they don't ever take any action because it's like a leapfrog of courses. It's like, well, I have to take this course, which then led me to learn like, you know, about evergreen businesses. So I realized I have to take a Pinterest course, which made me realize I have to take a LinkedIn course and it just keeps going. It also leads to a lot of like copycat slash everybody looking the same middle school type scenarios, which Again, if somebody knew something about business, they would tell you that the most important thing is differentiators. How is your business different than your competition? I mean, that's another, that's like just another big thing that sticks out to me is this whole like, there's no competition. Like, don't worry about it. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Right. People, there is competition. It doesn't mean you have to be mad at them or not friends with them or not want them to succeed. Right. Those can all be true. But you better believe that like Target is studying what other companies are doing. Nordstrom's studying what other companies are doing. Peloton is studying what other major fitness brands are doing, right? They are looking at it, they're observing, and they are making their marketing a reflection of their differentiators. What makes them different? Who is their ideal client versus who's the ideal client of this other competing brand? That's actually a very important business idea, right? There's nothing wrong with it. It's just like, a way of doing business. It doesn't mean that you don't want your quote unquote competitors to not do well or that there's not enough room for us all to succeed. There is, but you do need to focus on that, right? So it's just like kind of one example where it's like people are giving you this messaging. So it sounds really pretty and it sounds like really welcoming and open-minded, but it's actually not good business advice, right? And it leads to a lot of people just kind of bumping along, never asking questions, never thinking for themselves, not being unique and standing out, which is a really important business technique. So I want to share with you a little story before I get into some of my tips about picking a good business coach. 
I was reading something the other day about a woman who wanted to start her own flower shop. So she wanted to start like a really cool flower shop. Actually, it reminds me of one that's close to me that only sells like um, she like forages Long Island native plants and flowers and stuff. And she does like workshops and all this cool stuff. But this woman wanted to start something similar. And she was like, I have to learn every single thing about flowers before I open this flower shop. She was not a trained florist or anything like that. So she was like, I have to learn everything. I have to become a flower expert. Eventually, as she was getting the shop set up, it got to a point where the shop was ready to open, but she wasn't ready because she hadn't learned every single thing about flowers yet. But she had to open. Like her space was ready. She was paying a lease. She couldn't afford to just continue to wait. So she opened anyway. And her reflection when they asked her, like, well, how did it go? <laughs> like, you didn't know everything about flowers. So how did it go? She said, I'm so glad that I didn't learn everything about flowers so that the flowers could teach me what I needed to learn about them. I'm so glad I didn't learn everything about flowers so that the flowers could teach me what I needed to know about them. How crazy is that? I wrote that down. Like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, I have to write this down. It just like went off and it was like a ding, ding, ding in my mind about this business coaching idea that you cannot gather and learn every single thing that you need to know and then go and apply it. Like when I studied for the bar exam, I took it in two states at one time, studied for like, you know, three, four months. I sat in a classroom and then sat at the library every single day for like a cabillion hours and literally memorized facts. And then for four days on the bar, I just regurgitated those facts on paper, right? It is memorization. And all I had to do on the bar was apply that memorization. That is not business, right? That's not how business works. Business has to work in, in this space, in our space. You have to be comfortable with marketing. You have to get to know your customers. Things evolve, right? The way that I market my business now is different than a year ago, which is different than three years or four or five years prior to that. These things evolve. And what works for you might not work for me and vice versa all around all day long, right? So we cannot learn everything that we need to know and then be like, ah, oh, I'm all done. I'm going to go apply it now. That's not how it works, right? So I think that there's a very delicate balance of learning some stuff that you need to learn, right? I actually believe in learning the foundation of like actually setting up and forming a business and then learning about like create, how do I create my offers and like how do I, maybe I learn some copywriting and then I learn some marketing techniques and you continue to layer on as you go, right? And I, so I do believe there's like a time and a place for it. But this idea that like you're going to take a famous marketer's course and then you're going to have a business like theirs um, or, you know, you're just going to keep taking courses and at some point you're going to reach this like mountaintop where you're going to have to know everything. I just don't think that's the truth. And I think you're being sold a lot of baloney through marketing. So if that's my thought on it, then when is a business coach helpful? Because I do think the business coaching or programs like related to your business can be helpful. If you're a beginner, if you are starting out your business, you don't have like consistent, you know, client flow revenue stream yet, I think that it's okay to start out in one of these programs or to join a group program or a mastermind or something like this if you're doing it alongside taking action at the same time. What I don't like seeing and what I don't want you to do 
is take this person's course or work with a coach or whatever and wait until you're done with it to apply it or to be like, no, I'm just doing this to get ready. I call it the to get ready, to get ready, to get ready, to get ready program. So if you are taking something and actively applying it, right? So like I just started playing tennis, for example. I just started taking private tennis lessons. If I took just my tennis lessons with Paul, my coach, and then never played outside of playing with him, I'm not really going to get any better because first of all, he's just hitting the ball at me. like (laughs) He's like hitting it exactly to where I'm standing. And it's not real life. I'm moving around on the court. I'm running all around. There's wind, there's sun. So when I play with other people, they're not, they don't have good aim. You know, they're just like hitting it random. Like half the people I play with are just trying to get it back over. The ball's moving. Sometimes it comes off weird off their racket. I have to learn to start to navigate those things. I also have to learn to start to communicate with the other women on the court to deal with it as a team, right? Not just standing there getting balls lobbed at me and me just like smacking them back over. So I find that to be like very similar to what you need to do when you are working with a coach. You need to be out there practicing just as much as you are working with the pro, if not more. I also like what I call the stairs approach. I always think, ever since I started my business, I think of these things in terms of stairs, right? So if you do hire a coach or you purchase a program, the working with them part or the purchase is like the incline part of the stairs. It's like the up part, right? And then the flat part, the part of the stairs where you would put your foot, that's the implementation part. So you would like gather something, purchase something, start working with somebody, and then implement before you would take the next step of gathering something more, right? So ideally, what I'd like you to do is like buy something, implement, experiment, and then adjust before buying something else. Because each experience that you have, each time you work with somebody, not only every experience that you have working with a coach, but every experience you have with your own clients, with your own writing emails to your own list, writing blog posts, starting to see what works, what feels natural. What parts of your business are you excited about? You know, do you start a podcast and at first no one's listening, but then you start getting engagement and you really like it and you find that it's actually leading to some leads and to some potential clients. It's creating conversation. Then we have to keep experimenting with that. And then maybe you say like, okay, I want to go do a group program for podcasters to learn how to market my podcast better not just work with a generic business coach, right? Each experience will bring more clarity. And I think that's the part that I want to lead you with and the kind of the part that I use in my own experience to decide like, do I need a business coach? Do I want to buy a program? Do I want to do this? I think that business coaching is best when you have a purpose and when you are clear on exactly why you were hiring somebody to solve what problem, right? Just like you wouldn't go to a doctor and you wouldn't walk in and just be like, but like you don't feel well, you feel like things aren't going well, but you like walk into the doctor and you're like, yeah, I'm just here. Like I like don't feel well. And then they say, well, what, what's the problem? I don't know. I just like want you to make me feel better. That's kind of what I feel like people do with business coaches. Whereas, you know, it would be a very different situation if you went to your doctor and you said, I don't feel like I have full range of motion in my knee. I want to make my knee stronger and I want to be able to play tennis better. I want to be able to run faster, jump higher, right? 
That's what I want you to do with a business coach. I want you to go to people who with with purpose and clarity. I want you to know what holes you're trying to plug. And more than anything, I think what I have like really shifted towards, I don't work with anybody now. Um, I barely ever work with anyone, but I, and it's not because I don't think I need help or anything like that, but because I hire things for very, hire people for very specific things. So Natasha, for example, from Shine with Natasha, who I had on the podcast, I hire her to do certain um, Instagram strategy, right? So to be able to talk with someone, she's an Instagram expert. I talk with Katie uh, Steckley about YouTube, right? Now I go to people with very specific niche expertises and I go to them with clarity and purpose of what I want to, like, I want to grow my podcast, not just like I wouldn't, or let me say it this way. I would not go to them to say, I want to grow my podcast. I go to them to say, I want to increase my podcast, you know, downloads or whatever with the purpose of generating more leads to this freebie, which then leads to the sale of my ultimate bundle, which is what keeps my business alive. Right. So I go to these people with very clear purpose, not just like vanity metrics, not like I want to grow my Instagram. It's like, how do I create more engaged community on Instagram? How can I present my information that I feel like I've been talking about for years in a new way? How do I adjust to these changes in the algorithm, right? Um, Maybe I would hire somebody to say, I want more website traffic with the hope of converting more leads to my freebie and building my email list, which I want to build my email list so that I can sell more of my product or create more of a community or let people know about my podcast, whatever the thing is right? But I go to very specific people now. And I think that's been like the greatest area of growth of not wasting time, money, money, energy on these kind of big box programs of people who don't have a lot of expertise is really niching down and going to people who are like, this is the person to go to about public speaking. This is the person to go to about PR. This is the person to go to about email list marketing, right? That's what I really like doing. And I think when it comes to like buying all these different courses about all these different directions you can go in, you have to remain incredibly focused. You have to know what your cornerstone pieces are of the big three of marketing. Is it going to be a podcast, YouTube, or blog? And you always have to have your email list. That's just like a given. That's kind of the the fourth man, right? All on the side. So you, if you choose one of those, I would suggest getting help with getting better at that. Get good at your craft. Put yourself along people who are actually experts at that craft and see how you can work with them and learn from them. You know what I mean? So I hope that this has been helpful. I feel like the most helpful thing that I have invested in has been copywriting because I really like to do my own writing. Um, So that's not something you have to do, but it's something I love to do. And I've always retained like writing ownership of the day-to-day writing of my business. And so because I like it. And so that's something where like that was really worth it for me to take certain courses or classes or like just start studying about copywriting. Right. But again, I'm not doing it and then saying once I do this and I learn this, then I'll start writing. I was writing and taking messy action and applying and implementing what I was learning in real time so that I got more and more and more at bats. Right. I got all this experience to do it. And the more I write, then I learn and then I get a response like, 
good or bad. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to change that the next time. But I kept going. I was doing both. It's a both end thing, not a, I'll learn this. And then one day I'll think about starting this part of my business. Nope. At the same time. So copywriting has been huge. Helping with some of these platform specific things like YouTube, podcasting, um, Instagram with Natasha, like that kind of stuff has been immensely helpful for me. And that's just what was specific to like what I needed as I grew. I've hired an HR expert as I wanted to expand my team and wanted to learn how to be a better leader. Um, I've read books about leadership because of that, but that's really where I've looked. The other thing I would tell you is that I would look outside of our industry because sometimes I think that we get a little siloed looking in our industry. And again, our industry is not always full of the biggest experts in these kinds of things. But I also think it gives you like a fresh perspective to get out of the coaching bubble and then apply to what you do, like take what you can from what you learn outside of our industry and apply it to what you do in your business. So I try to replicate and act like a way bigger business than what I really am because I want my business to be bigger than it is, right? And to grow in that direction. And so I think like, I don't want to look at my little industry around me because I want to be beyond that one day. And so I think it's been like super helpful to look outside of of our little bubble. I would highly recommend um, reading the book Company of One by Paul Jarvis. Like it's about getting really clear on like running the business, not letting it get too bloated and staying really... Um, like focus, you know? And I think that it will give you a lot of clarity on what you want to focus on in your business. And then that will help you to get clear on what exactly you need support and help with, right? So business coaches aren't bad. Lots of them don't know what they're talking about. (laughs) Um, Lots of them don't actually have any business experience and can't like back up their own stuff. Uh, But a lot of if you start noticing like a lot of it's just about aspirational lifestyle, just telling you about how great their life is and how they'll help you to have the same life. That's not business advice. Right. Um, And it's your choice. If that makes you feel good to like work with somebody like that, that's cool. Like do that. Right. For me, it's been helpful to work with people in kind of the peripheral space of like um, kind of quasi life coach going to therapy every week, I think has been the best investment in my business. Um, You know, investing in some mindset programs, probably that stuff in copywriting has been the biggest return on investment for me personally. So I wish like somebody would have told me that, you know, that there was not going to be this magical program that taught me a system of marketing that was going to work. No, it was just a heck of a lot of work, experimentation, trying, asking for feedback and continuing to keep going. Right. Even when things got really, really hard. I'd be so curious what you think about this, whether this episode made you mad, whether you like it, whether you, I don't know, had a thought afterwards. Um, send me a DM on Instagram at Sam Vanderweelen and let me know what you thought about this episode. And if you thought this episode um, would be good for a friend of yours, can you go ahead and do me a favor real quick? Shoot them a text, send them the link right now, whatever platform you're listening on. Um, send this over to a friend, post it in a community that you're in if you think it would be helpful to people. Um, but I would love to get your feedback and to hear what you thought about this episode. Thanks so much for listening to On Your Terms. I'll see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to the On Your Terms podcast. Make sure to follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen to podcasts. You can also check out all of our podcast episodes, show notes, links, and more at samvanderreelen.com slash podcast. 
You can learn more about legally protecting your business and take my free legal workshop, Five Steps to Legally Protect and Grow Your Online Business at samvanderwielen.com. And to stay connected and follow along, follow me on Instagram at samvanderwielen and send me a DM to say hi. Bye.